Hello and welcome to the Creative Club podcast. You're here with John Marsh. And if you're a coach or a creative business owner, this is your show to learn the key skills you need to attract dream clients, grow your business and build confidence. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we had a group call inside of the Creative Club. And one of our lovely members asked a really great question around putting out content. And she's doing some speaking and building personal brand. And she asked the question of, you know, how do I put out content and, you know, do my marketing as a solo business owner or more of a personal brand or, you know, a solo service provider and not have it feel like I'm kind of coming across a little bit up myself, right? Like how do I bring value out there without feeling like I'm just putting myself out there and saying, hey, look at me, look at, you know, this is what I want to talk about and trying to sort of seek attention. And so we thought it was a fantastic question and something that was worth covering. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about six types of content that you can use in your marketing that will feel a little more human, right? So you won't feel up yourself, basically. So these six types of content are really simple to use. They're based on conversation. So they're based on how we would naturally speak as humans. And what you'll notice as we go through each of these is that we're actually taking the emphasis off of you as a person or off of you as a, an individual and we're shifting the emphasis over to either the audience or an insight or a story or values, something that can bring uh, some more resonance to your audience and not have you feel like you're sitting at the center. So it's a little bit less self-centered. So this will make content feel nice and easy. I hope you enjoy it. Let's jump into the episode. You're here with John Marsh, and this is the Creator Club Podcast. If you're in small business, you probably sense, and there's more than just your service that you've got to do. Maybe you're a coach, maybe you're a trainer or a uh, health and wellness service provider, or maybe you're creative business. But you probably see that there's the thing that you do, your service or your delivery, and then there's reaching the people, right? There's your marketing. Peter Drucker famously once said that a business has two main functions. One is innovation and one is marketing and everything else is a cost. What he was saying was that, you know, it's our job to solve problems for people, uh, you know, new and existing problems in interesting and helpful ways. That's the innovation. And we also need to reach them. We need to be able to help people engage with us. And that's the marketing. Everything else is kind of a byproduct or a cost to the business. So when you start to look at your marketing, if you're a solo business owner or you're the face of your business, you might be feeling that when you put your stuff out there, it's a lot of like putting yourself out there. And a lot of times feel people feel like their marketing can come across as, to put it bluntly, a little bit up themselves. You know, it's like, hey, look at me. Here's my brand. Here's the thing that I do. 
putting it on Instagram, putting it on Facebook, writing blogs. And it can feel a little bit self-centered. And we want to address this. We want to address this for two reasons. One, because it'll make it feel a lot more comfortable for you as a service provider. And two, because it's actually going to help your marketing as well, if we can address it. Uh, the stuff that you put out will resonate more powerfully with the people that you serve. And they'll it'll be clearer what you do. And they'll know how to take action more clearly as well. So today we're going to talk about six specific ways that you can create marketing. We're going to focus on content marketing here today, uh, particularly because there's a lot of different types of marketing. Of course, we're going to focus on kind of your typical top of funnel content, uh, social media or email uh, marketing that you might be doing. And we're going to break these six things down. If you put these into practice, you'll find that your marketing not only feels less self-centered and no longer uh, feels like you're coming across as up yourself, but it'll also help to engage with the people you work with and uh, it'll be a lot more fun as well. So the, before we kick in, uh, kick off into the six types of marketing, we need to look at what we're actually doing here. As a service provider, as a business owner, you're really providing a service. You're speaking to the people to help them with a particular problem. Okay, so you might have, uh, you know, an osteopathic clinic or a physiotherapy clinic, or you might be a brand strategist, more of a creative business, whatever it might be. You're solving a problem for people. So the business is very much about the client or the customer, the person you serve. And we've spoken about this a lot in previous episodes around the market. So on on a macro view, the, the marketing or the business is not about you as a service provider or you as a person, which is cool. Now, on the other hand, people do resonate with other people. People buy from humans, right? So we do want an element of you coming through. And where we get into difficulty is when we try to bring these two together and reconcile them. And it's really easy for it to feel too much about you as a person. So... The big, the big overarching shift that you'll notice here today is we're going to be speaking a little bit less from our point of view as an individual in the marketing and a little bit more for the market itself. So we're speaking for the market. Everything has a an empathetic position and we're going to speak for the market. We're going to address their wants and needs, where they want to go, uh, the challenges that they're facing, their desires. Uh, all of that good stuff. We're also going to be speaking as a human. Okay, so that's the second thing. Speak for the market and speak as a human. We all have flaws. We all have quirks and nuances. We all have opinions and assertions. This is what we like to see as a market. We like to see the service provider come up and be themselves, show who they are and speak their truths. Even if some people don't resonate with it, that's okay. But when we can see someone is, you know, telling personal stories or showing up as who they really are, we'll find more resonance and it'll be a lot easier to build trust. Okay, let's have a look at these six. If you implement these one by one, you'll find that your marketing feels 
less self-centered and engaging, a little more engaging with the people you want to work with. Number one, gratitude. So this is a big one and it's something that a lot of people think about, uh, but not very many people practice. And so what we're going to do is we're actually going to express gratitude for the people that, you know, hang around you, follow you, uh, read your stuff, maybe engage with your service on a regular basis. So you can do this on a personal page. You can do this on a business page and you just straight up put it out there. You know, I want to say thank you to you guys for following along, uh, being part of the journey so far. I really appreciate appreciate what it is that you do. Uh, and I appreciate that you're all here. And there's a couple of important things here. One is, um, you know, it's going to feel a little strange if you've never done this and that's okay. Uh, you just give it a crack and get started. Number two is it needs to be heartfelt. So this don't do this if, it, if you don't actually think this, but I guarantee you if you sit there for half an hour and appreciate, you know, how much value you get from the interactions with people online or offline, you can really cultivate some gratitude because it's a pretty cool thing as a business owner that, you know, even one person follows along with what you do. So if you've got one person there or more, go ahead and look into, go ahead and do some gratitude posts, okay? Number two, uh, this is a request for feedback. So you don't want to do this necessarily in your area of expertise. You might be a physiotherapist. You probably don't want to put out a post that says, hey, I'd, I'd love some feedback on how to best treat this shoulder. But what you can do is you can put out a request for feedback or you can ask for feedback or uh, input in another area. So it could be to do with uh, how you set up the office or what kind of computer system to use or, you know, favorite songs, whatever it might be. When you ask for feedback, it helps the audience to feel recognized and feel seen. And most of the time, they'll gladly jump on and they'll give you their two cents drop some comments or they'll send you some messages because we love that. We love to help participate uh, in the journey of the business or service provider. So that's number two. Number three is we can talk about client results, okay? And we can do this in a way that's very authentic and it's not pointing back to the business. We can truthfully say, you know what? I, I had a great conversation with uh, ben and he was able to enroll a few clients into his business and I was just super stoked because he's going to be able to start to help these people. We don't even need to say that they're a client. We don't need to say that they worked with you, whatever it might be. You can just take that all out if you want to. The audience will connect the dots and you'll be celebrating the wins of somebody else. It'll feel great for you. It won't be coming across as up yourself and the audience and it will feel great for the client because they'll be celebrated and the audience will be able to follow along and uh, find your client if they like their work and check out what they do as well. So it's a really nice energy and it doesn't need to be a direct testimonial, doesn't need to be a direct case study, it can just be a celebration of somebody's win and everyone will connect the dots. Okay, so that's number three. Number four is a shout out to a mentor, someone you've learned from. So this feeling of being up yourself really comes from uh, anytime you put yourself in an overly authoritative position. 
So if you put yourself in a, in a position that's shoulder to shoulder with your audience, that, that will not feel up yourself. That will feel um, connected, right, in communion. So what you do is you recognize your mentors, people who you've learned from publicly. You know, I learned a lot from uh, this guy. I learned a lot from this author. I learned a lot from this coach. I learned a lot when I went to this seminar. And you talk about it because this helps the audience to see who your heroes are. But more importantly, it helps them to see you that you're a human and you're constantly learning as well. You can share this in a weekly newsletter. You can share this in your you know, social media pretty much anywhere, what you're doing is pointing to your heroes and showing who you're learning from right now. The benefit to the audience is they'll jump across, they'll see your hero, they'll follow along and they'll get value from this person as well and they'll appreciate you for that direction. So that's a really nice one. Number five is the us versus them kind of content or an allegiance content and what you're doing there is you're taking sides with your audience so you're stating an opinion or a view or an assertion uh, and you're really just positioning so you might be a nutritionist you could put out some a blog or some newsletters or a content that's about you know the, the benefits of real food and you might say you know look we really need to get more real food uh, this fast food junk is destroying the culture. And that's a pretty clear position. What you did is you positioned against the fast food culture and you defined yourself over here on the real food side and gave your, uh, your audience the opportunity to have, you know, to, to be an ally with you, to be alongside you, to be part of that journey, right? Number six, the last one, is a background story okay so when your background story is uh, said or, or shared inadvertently it can come across as a little bit self-centered so like hey I'm John and I grew up in New Zealand and this blah 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 nobody really cares after they've heard that once or twice and it's really just me talking about myself but if I share a little bit of personal story and then point towards an insight that I got from the story and I, I can illustrate how that's relevant to the audience, then what I'm really doing is telling a story that's for the benefit of the listeners, the audience, the people that I serve. And so the focal point of the story isn't myself as the character, it's on the insight. And I can just kind of uh, talk through the story, but pay particular attention or focus on the lesson that was learned. And when I do that well, the audience is going to gain the insight. It's going to come from a really human perspective because I'll share my own struggle, how I learned the insight and who I learned it from. And they'll be able to sit alongside me shoulder to shoulder and learn or, or pick up that insight from that story as well. So it will not feel uh, too self-centered even though the story is about you because you're shifting the focus onto the insight. Say for example, uh, I better give an example for this one. Say I you know, went for a surf this, uh, this morning and got some good waves, uh, but I got caught out in a rip and I had to 
you know, paddle outside around the rip and come in, come in, you know, next to the rocks. And I made it in an hour later, for example. Um, what I can talk about there is the inside around the, the rip and around, you know, maybe having people, friends around you or staying, you know, near the lifeguards or something. And I just use a little bit. I don't need to talk about, you know, my surfing and how good it was or the surfboard or what wetsuit I wore. I can kind of get to the point of the insight uh, so that the audience can connect with me and what happened, but really just take the insight as the main benefit. So that's really it. When you do educational content, so when you do a five steps or a three steps or whatever it might be, that will eventually feel uh, a little bit authoritative. So if you just teach directly, it is important content because it helps to position you as an expert helps you to show an insight which can help people but it can feel a little bit up yourself because you're positioning as a figure as someone saying hey do this it works right so if if you feel this a little bit then just shift a little bit away from that content or incorporate some of this other stuff and drop in some feedback needed content or some gratitude some shout outs to your mentors, uh, some us versus them kind of stuff so that it's not all teaching or it's not all insights. And, you know, you can bring some entertainment in there, some inspiration from other people and really round out this communication that will help you to feel a little bit more at ease because it's it is it's just going to be a little bit more natural overall. So those are our six. If you're a if you're a small business owner, and you are your business. It can feel like when you're putting content out there, it's a little bit self-centered, a little bit ego heavy, a little bit up yourself even. And a lot of people will eventually pull back from content altogether. They don't like that exposure. Uh, it can feel a bit judgy and a little bit kind of, you know, a little bit strained. And that's totally normal. What we do then is we look at some of these other ways of communicating, which take you out of the center, you know, and we covered them today in these six types. We talked about gratitude, number one, feedback uh, needed or requested, number two. Um, the client results is number three, uh, without talking about the fact that they're the client. Number four is the shout outs. Number five is, you know, us versus them. And number six was the background story, which also had, an insight as the main focus point. If you give these a crack, uh, the content will feel a little less about you. It'll You'll be speaking for the market and you'll be speaking as the human behind the business and it'll be super easy for people to resonate with you, feel really natural and uh, it'll allow you to create more as well because when you don't feel like your content is coming across as self-centered and you don't feel like you're coming across as up yourself, you'll be keen to do more and that will help your cause. More marketing is generally a good thing, especially when it resonates and you'll be able to attract your dream clients a little more easily and grow your business. That's it for today. If you enjoyed this one and you like these, these six different uh, types of content or communication, send this to a friend. We really appreciate that uh, if you think they can benefit. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast. That's the most helpful thing you can do for us. And 
I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thanks again, and we'll see you soon.